Welcome to Inside the U, the ultimate adult hockey podcast. We are live from the Winter Classic yes, 2024 sir. at Ooh. Flyers Training Center. Let's go. It's Friday, February Chilly. 16th. It has yes. not started yet. We're about two hours out from games. You know, first Puck game. Puck drop. That's it. There you go. Nice, 6-10. Dude. I got first you. 6-10, first game. We're 4-10-ish, 4-13. But anyway, yep. what's going on? Not much, man. Flustered. A lot. A little flustered. A lot going on. A lot going on. It's all right. Give it like another hour. We'll be chilling. It's event day, boys. Another hour and a half, I guess. Yeah. Get to actually play. It's nice that we're doing this tonight, too, because tomorrow we'll come in, breeze yeah. through, get yep. it all ready to go. Tomorrow's the fun day. Tonight we're yeah. kind of here just uh But we still have everything, we still have everything set up, so we're still looking good. So, you know, when everybody comes in, they'll check in. We'll get the tickets. Uh, drink tickets for Iron Hill. Yes, sir. We'll yeah, man. Some yeah. fun. All right. All right. So with that being said, welcome to Inside the U, the Ultimate Adult Hockey Podcast. Each week we're bringing insider topics, special guests, and slight entertainment from the world of adult hockey, along with discussions and updates around our league. I am Larry, joined as usual by Steve and Jerry the Greek. And this week we have a lot to get into, obviously, including a recap of week six, previewing week seven. Um, we'll touch base on, you know, the action around here. We have a special guest coming in. Uh, should be, I guess, any minute now, but we'll see. Uh, and then, obviously, just want to ask you guys if you can continue sharing the show. We appreciate all your help so far. And something as small as sharing the episode contributes to growing the UHL as a whole. So, with that being said, should we announce our special guest? Or should we just wait till he gets here? We'll wait till he gets here. Wait till he gets here. We got it. All right, wrapped up week six. Like you said, Steve, here on location for our Winter Classic 2024. Um, we're going to, you know, kind of, this is coming out Sunday, I assume, maybe Sunday, Monday. So, what we'll do is we'll kind of, Look at the schedule here. Uh, by by the time you guys hear this, the tournament will have already wrapped up. So we'll kind of give you guys an idea of what to expect. Um, and then, of course, we uh, we do a little post-content plan. You guys can expect a nice video, some photos, yeah. all the good Ooh. stuff. So I might um, be able to post it a little sooner. Okay. It's pretty – we're only doing one camera angle. Yeah, that's true. It works. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. All right, let's uh let's get right into uh just a little bit. We're not holding back. We're not holding anything back here. I this love week. it. <laughs> I don't have the music – Ready because nah, okay. I don't Let's go. roll right into just it, dude. Can I sing it? Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. All right. So just a little bit. For anybody that doesn't know is where we take a few minutes to have just a bit of fun. All right. So this little bit is simply, so this is my last new little bit, and then we're going to recycle them. So next week, we'll, oh, okay, we'll go back to the first one we did. Gotcha. So this one, um, I will give you a topic, and you name the top five. It's simply called top five. So you guys are going to have to try to guess what my top five is. Or what the top five is. All right? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So a little playing. So we're going to keep NHL. All right? Mm-hmm. Number of Stanley Cups won by the teams. Who has the most, the top five, most Stanley Cups Canadians won? are one. Yeah. They got Steve's 26 gonna... or something like that, right? 24. 24. Canadians are number one. Leafs have a lot, even though they haven't won in a while, right? Okay. So Leafs are on the list. What number do you think they are? Five. Now they're number two. Yeah. The Leafs are number two with 13. Wow. 13 wow. Stanley Cups. Man. What about the Rangers? Are they on there? Uh, the Rangers are top 10, yeah, but they, they are not. No. Uh, they they have, yeah. They went along. Uh, you know, they are number nine. They are number nine. Um, so four and five are tied with the same amount of Stanley Cups. So I got to go Boston Bru- Bruins. Got to be Bruins are number four at with six. Um, well, I guess four. I didn't want to start just Red Wings. It's going to look bad. Red Wings are number three. 
Damn. Who are we missing? Four? At 11. So about like the, four and the five Oilers. were tied. So there's one more team that is tied with the Bruins for six. The Oilers or the Kings? Oilers, Islanders have a lot, don't they? Islanders are on the top ten list, right? Yeah. But they Black, are not top five. Chicago? Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. All right, with, so you've got it. With That's six. Good. Now, these teams span from 1915 to 2023. So That's kind of easy because you can go with just the original six yeah. and then just throw in, you know. You could. You yeah. could. But also, uh, It would have took me forever to get that. But also, <laughs> it's just a little bit. So it is just know. a little bit. So that just is a just bit. a little bit. So let's recap. So Canadians, number one, with 24 Stanley Cups. Maple Leafs, number two, 13. Red Wings, 11. Bruins, six. Blackhawks, six. And just keep going. Oilers have five. Yep. The Penguins have five. Ew. Islanders and Rangers both have four. Avalanche uh, and the Devils and Tampa Bay Lightning all have three. Wrapping up, that's, I guess. Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's they, crazy. They, they all got like their years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. So that's, um, that's just Must a little bit. Must be nice is right. Must that's be nice. Uh, top five, guys. Nice, yeah. dude. Awesome, man. All right. All right. Well, a little bit of a program change. Obviously, now we would jump right into All About You. That'll probably come later in the episode. But yes. let's jump into, obviously, our Winter Classic is here, February 16th to the 18th. What I want to do is kind of just review the uh, schedule for the weekend. Yeah. Um, kind of shout out all the teams, see who's playing who, what the divisions are looking like. Um, not going to make any predictions or anything like that. But um, obviously, you know, we, we've been kind of shouting it out on a weekly basis at this point. But winners are due for a trophy. Should have brought a trophy in here. Ooh, should have. Yeah. yeah. Um, winners are due to get a trophy and a full set of Flyers tickets for the squad. So Yeah. You know what's exciting about this? There's some non-U teams. Yeah, I like that. Which of course. is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and of course, uh, even the U teams, I mean, we got a couple of players coming in um, mm-hmm. just from around. So yeah. uh, break down the divisions, and let's take a look at the uh, schedule. So we break down the divisions by Tier 1 and Tier 2. Mm-hmm. So Tier 1 is kind of like a gold-silver mix, and a Tier I'm sorry, what did I say? Did I say Tier 2? Tier yeah. 1 is like a gold-silver si- mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tier 2 is like a bronze plus bronze, bronze mix. Yeah. So um, if you're going by our normal rankings here. So for Tier 1, we have Armada, or otherwise known as the Armadiators, because they're kind of a combo oh, really? of Armada and the Gladiators. Nice. Uh, the Hawks, Rain City, and the Tinderwolves. 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 Where are they from? A tournament where they play. Uh, they played in our summer series tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's oh, nice. the, the captain is Brian Santora. Yeah. So that oh, is okay. their tournament team. Oh, it's just a tournament team. Cool. Yes. Uh, a lot of players that play in the U, mostly U players, but they just have a separate tournament team. So. That's cool. Uh, for Tier 2, we have South Jersey Sugarbush. Uh, they're coming with an all-woman squad. That's awesome. Yeah. Squall. Love that. Uh, team Dexter Bronze Plus, as everyone knows who they are. The Thundercats. They're in our Browns Plus division. And the Stanky Beavers. Another another Beavers. Another Beavers. I love uh, that theme. So, uh, <laughs> Stanky. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Standout squad. It's kind of funny. I will get into it. But you want to go over the schedule? Yeah. What are you going to say? Stanky Beavers versus Sugarbush? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. An, that's an all-time uh, matchup here. Yeah. And that's yeah. tonight at 9 o'clock. Yes, Fantastic. So, uh, so, our first game is 6-10. It's Thundercats versus Team Dexter Bronze Plus. Followed by the Tinder Rolls versus the Hawks, Stanky Beavers versus the South Jersey Sugar Bowl. Let's go! I'm just so childish. Bushy. <laughs> like, no, that's awesome. Uh, and Armada versus Rain City uh, for the Tier One. So uh, our special guest just ran in here. I think he's going to the. He's definitely got to be. <laughs> um, that's so, what exactly what I'm. Long about. drive, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the way it's set up is um, 
one game on Friday, two games on Saturday, and Sunday is playoffs. So uh, tomorrow we have every team plays two games. Um, our first game starts at 1125, yes, and our last game is at 835. <laughs> um <laughs> So many distractions when you're at Flyers, yeah. Jason. <laughs> that was hilarious, though. Um, <laughs> Love it. Photo Rob's in there dropping stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, so you want to go over each individual matchup or no? Or um, yeah, I mean, kind of just kill a couple minutes here until until our man walks in yeah. here. So uh, <laughs> tomorrow morning, the first game is Sugar Bush versus the Thundercats. Then Team Dexter Browns Plus versus the Stanky Beavers. Uh, Hawks, Hawks play. Man, I can't talk today. Hawks play Armada. Yep. Tinderwolves then play Rain City. And then we jump back to Tier 2 because we've yep. got to have a certain amount of gap in between the games. Yeah, to Give exactly. people some rest and yep. maybe go over to uh, Iron Hill Brewery and play some Cornhole and yes, some other sir. stuff. And uh, we start off with uh, Stanky Beavers versus Thundercats. Team Dexter Bronze Plus versus Sugarbush. Rain City versus the Hawks at 710. Yep. Ooh. Yes, that's going to be a fun game. Can't and wait. Armada versus the Tinderwolves at 835. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, li- I like that it ends at 835. It doesn't go that late. Nice. It yeah, doesn't. Not too yeah. late. And then not we too can early. Have, uh, <laughs> yeah, we can have uh, everyone get out to the Stadium Series event here. Yeah. Beautiful. And, uh, you know. Yeah, buddy. be pretty good. So, uh, our special guest is walking in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bear with us for a few minutes here. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> sit, sit right here. Get your uh, right. headphones on. I apologize. No worries at all. <laughs> nah, you're good. What a trip. <laughs> oh, buddy. What's up? How you doing? What's going on, man? What's up? What's up, man? How are you? Jerry. Yes. All right, I'm sure Jerry's got a nice announcement here. I do. I do have a little intro, but we'll let you guys all yeah. set up. and then you set can, up. You can adjust this to make, a, yeah. make it a little easier. So, Jerry, do you want to be, like, pretty much a fist length away from the mic? All right. Just so we can hear you and, uh, you know. You can definitely hear me. I'm Italian. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to be too close to them. Nice. Hopefully that's okay. Yes. <laughs> no, you're good. Hey, you're guys, good. thanks for your patience. I of course. I tried getting down here as quickly as possible. You're fine. Yeah, all good, yeah. man. No worries at all. We just started uh, 10 minutes ago. Awesome. So, so you're good to go. Here we kick it off. All right, so um, I'm going to, I guess I'll just start with the All About You segment. Have you watched our podcast or no? Oh, I've caught a couple. Oh, <laughs> let's go. All right. So All About You is our segment where we take a few minutes to ask our guests a couple questions to hopefully learn something about them and possibly make them feel a little uncomfortable. Oh, I love that. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. All right. So All right. since this is a winter classic and we are on location, this, I would say, is a special episode. So it's only fitting that we put on a show and have a special guest. <laughs> So today, we have someone who, much like us, saw a need and decided to take matters into his own hands. Channeling his love for zebras, this individual aims to revolutionize referees in adult hockey. Not only is he changing the stigma in the late slot games, he's looking to improve the skills and help his peers move on to higher levels. They, uh, they say, if you can't play, ref. But this guy could do it both. Playing D1 hockey, then professionally blowing that whistle, it's time to get behind the stripes and officially talk about the show. I'd like to welcome the founder of Seacoast Hockey Officials, Jared Mitrano. <laughs> Thunder supply. Let's go, baby. Thank you very welcome, much. welcome, Thank you. welcome. Thank you, guys. Out of boy. All right. So once you said you were Italian, I had to give it. I had to give it Mitrano. to you. <laughs> Mitrano. All right. So first off, again, thanks for joining us. Um, we have a lot to talk about today, but I always start with. Um, when you started to show a love for the game. So give us a little bit about uh, your backstory and your journey of playing hockey. Yeah, so born uh, 1990, uh, grew up in a little uh, town north of Boston in Wilmington. 
my father actually has worked in the current TD Garden in Boston, in the old Boston Garden, since 1969. Nice. Wow. So he's actually uh, one of the top five tenured people in the building. True. Uh, so, I mean, he's seen a lot of hockey. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> between him and my mom, who was a uh, roller skating uh, figure skater, um, hockey was pretty much my, you know, and you know, thing to be in in the future. So, nice. um, yeah, I was on skates as I, uh, you know, my mom has told me before I could even walk, um, <laughs> uh, and then turned into. I, I guess I have to say this if my mom's going to be end up watching this, which I'm sure <laughs> she told me she was. So I ended up getting three three years of figure skating in me. So nice. I, I have my little patches. Nice. And uh, that turned into hockey and uh, started playing when I was six. Went, uh, you know, through the, the the metro hockey and the town and all that fun jazz. Turned into high school and then uh, played a little junior hockey. Went to college. Uh, ended up playing club hockey at Niagara. I just want to make sure that that's <laughs> I played club hockey in the end. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, that, that was my hockey right there. Okay. It wrapped cool. up in a nutshell. Yeah. Hey, listen, man, if uh, football players can do ballet, you can do figure skating. It's good. <laughs> hey, so. you, you know, like Jeff Skinner in the NHL. I mean, he's talked yeah. a lot about, you know, figure skating and yeah. how definitely learning I'm the sure sides of the edges. Yeah, de- it definitely helps, especially, you know, Absolutely. it's helped me as, a, as an official. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Okay. So let's get into the reason uh, that brought this collab together. Uh, Seacoast Hockey Officials, a.k.a. The Show. Um, for the two people that are still listening to the podcast, uh, let's dive in. <laughs> tell, us, uh, tell, us, tell us all about it. Tell us all about what Seacoast is, you know, and what you guys do. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I created Seacoast Hockey Officials back in September of 2017. Um, I've officiated... Um, I started officiating back in 2009. I was working USA hockey games uh, just to make a couple extra bucks with some buddies and still playing through college. I left college in 14, and that's when I kind of knew I was done with hockey. I got a, a concussion, pretty bad one, and um, I was starting to take hockey or officiating to the next level with midget hockey and such, uh, doing some three-man systems. and um, so I knew I, I was starting to do that, and I really started to work into junior hockey and college hockey back in 14, 15. Uh, met a lot of good people, started moving up the ranks really quickly, and um, I was actually given an opportunity to assign through a, uh, a friend of mine uh, back in 16, and I ended up kind of branching off in the end uh, to create my stuff where I wanted to just basically work with adult hockey. Uh, so Seacoast Hockey Officials was built then. And it's funny how you say the show. Uh, Welcome to the show was what I wanted my business to be all about. And I didn't even have Seacoast Hockey Officials okay. created yet. Nice. <laughs> so Welcome to the show was what it, like what I wanted it to be about. And then I figured out, because I live in southern New Hampshire, we live in the Seacoast region. Okay. So I was go. like, all right, Seacoast Hockey <laughs> Officials, I think we got it. And Dude, I love it. That was, that, was my, that was my next question because yeah. I love a good tagline, and you have, you have a great one. So <laughs> yeah. welcome to the show. I was going to ask what came first. Was it Seacoast or was it the show? No, so yeah. that's awesome. That's I, welcome to the show started, and I was and I had to figure it out, so we did. Awesome. And uh, so you started you started northeast, right? You started doing that area. Seacoast, tell us how much you've expanded and where you're at now. And yeah, so – being in southern New Hampshire, I first started in um, southern New Hampshire and a little north of Massachusetts um, with one of my original – I actually had two original leagues or clients that I still have today. Um, and then I ended up being introduced through officials 
uh, another client uh, that had lower in, in more Boston metro region. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the MA Hockey League that um, actually no longer um, is around since the COVID era. But um, everything kind of expanded through 2018. And I actually only started with assigning referees. Okay. Um, actually, once we got into the spring of 2018, once I got working with the MAHL, they were assigning scorekeepers at the time, and they didn't want to handle it anymore. And yeah. I can understand why. Um, but I ended up taking that over, too. And once we got into the end of, or the fall of 2018, one full year, we were already assigning referees and scorekeepers completely in southern New Hampshire and all of Massachusetts at that point. Nice. Um, and then I would say Seacoast did, like, really started to blow up after COVID. Once a couple other big leagues uh, fell off the charts, uh, a lot of our clients really took over and, you know, made a name for themselves, which helped us ultimately kind nice. of take over. Very cool. Nice. All right. So um, since we implemented uh, the DOPS right away into our league, can you speak a little yeah. bit to uh, that program and your mission there? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I think we all know adult hockey when we're talking <laughs> with our peers or with other referees, it's kind of get a bad rep, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and we're young, right? I would say all of us here are, are young. We're, and I don't think we really had anything to do with what the adult hockey rep, you know, is I think yeah. we're trying to change what it you know what adult hockey is all about yeah, exactly For and sure. and so long story short uh, back in 1920 I kind of started to figure out that you know officials were getting upset and aggravated that we were making penalty calls but nothing was being done about it and you know always loving the game and being an official I was like well I guess we could do you know add on an, an additional service <laughs> and you know no one else is doing it so we we started to incorporate it with one of our clients up there and. They took a liking to it, and they, I mean, they they have three hundred teams, so I mean, it wasn't like we were taking on twenty five teams. Right? We took on <laughs> three hundred plus yeah, yeah, teams, yeah. and uh, it was me at the time. And um, you know, we were doing the best we could with it, but uh, I've been very fortunate to add a, a good friend of mine who's a current AHL official, um, Austin O'Rourke, and uh, he's been taking it on now. And I mean, he's killing it. I, I try to help him with it when needed. You know, he'll he'll call me and ask me for my two cents at times. But Austin has really taken this to the next level. Nice. Yeah, yeah and just because I don't think we said it, but DOP stands for uh, Department of Player Safety. Correct, yeah. Okay. Yep. So that that's your main goal is just keep everybody. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in, in kind of following with, like, the officials getting aggravated, it, it kind of now we can say to them, hey, work these games. We're going to try to make it better for you guys because, mm. you know, these guys are working nine-to-five jobs. The last thing they want to do is get out of work, 100%. go home, take a nap, and then work nine to ten. Eleven o'clock and you know get mothered and this and that or get chased with a hockey stick and nothing's (laughs) done about it right so now that we can kind of tell them hey work for us not only are we going to you know teach you and educate you and try to make you better and move you up if if that's what you're interested in we'll we'll also make sure that these players are getting you know suspensions and we'll help the 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 leagues themselves so it's it's been very beneficial for us and obviously our referees love it too yeah Yeah. and then tell us the process a little bit so after every game the refs do they submit a report after every game or just when something goes down that needs to be reviewed yeah no so what we do and then again it's based off of every client and what the client wants i gotcha um what we do is whenever we eject a player from a game or players we have our referees send in an incident report through our signing portal and then we will receive an email that basically gives all the information on it who the players are what happened blah 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 
We'll then take a look at it. We'll watch the video. Hopefully, you know, the, the rink has live barn or some other kind mm-hmm. of video source. We'll do our investigation work if we need to talk to the referees, if we need to talk to some of the players, scorekeepers, et cetera. And then we make our decisions based off of what the client has for our protocol mm-hmm. of, you know, their rule book and how many games, you know, max the suspension, et cetera. Send out the email to the players and captains and off she goes. Yeah. Very cool. Well, good. Well, so far it's working for us because, you know, we don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a plus there. Yes. And it will also help us create a relationship. Though, Absolutely, right? sure. yeah. That's yeah. Nice. true, very true. Yeah. All right. So um, this is actually a good segue from the DOPSA program. Uh, what, what was the funniest, since you refed a lot, what was the funniest or craziest thing a player or a fan has ever said to you on the ice when you were refing? <laughs> do you have anything that, that pops out, something funny that? Um, I've... I, that you could say on air. Yeah. Remember, yeah, your, no. mother, your mother will yeah, walk. No. <laughs> so. um, I would, the funniest one, I would definitely say, we've we got to leave that one off the camera. Okay. We'll so, <laughs> um, I've definitely had fan. I mean, you always have fans heckling you, right? Yeah. Um, you know, especially in pro or college, you know, when the fans are really going crazy for games. But you try to kind of keep it all within the glass because the moment that they know that they have you, it's, yeah. it's all over. So <laughs> yeah. you definitely hear it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Referees at any level here, you know, the fans heckling. Yeah. And I love it personally. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get to me. But yeah. I, I think we got to leave the uh, the funny story off this one, guys. That's Sorry. fair. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> all right. So now we're going to get into um, uh, Steve's uh, favorite question as outside of hockey. So what can uh, <laughs> someone find uh, you doing for fun? I like to – usually I like uh, – to give an example of some fun things Steve likes to do because he's <laughs> such an interesting character. But today, I think I'm going to let it go. Yeah? I'm going to let it go. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. I'm going to let it go. So, uh, yeah, so outside <laughs> of hockey, what, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? What can, uh, you know, um, do you collect anything? Well, do you uh, I can tell you right now, it's, it's definitely not the gym. So <laughs> I, 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 my wife would tell me, you know, get downstairs and, and start working out. But... That's definitely not the hobby um, of, of today or the past couple of years. <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, um, I would say for right now, it, we're, we're actually um, having our first child in May. Nice. Congratulations. Um, yeah, and yeah. thank you. Thank you. And, and to, you know, I've poured a lot into Seacoast. And not that I'm looking for a pat on the back, but it it really takes a lot, yeah. a lot of hours to Absolutely. kind of run a business by yourself. I mean, you guys run mm-hmm. your business. Like, you guys know what it takes. This is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to do. And, um, you know, with the amount of hours that I, I do put into Seacoast, I, I honestly, when I'm not doing that or I'm not officiating, I'm trying to hang out with my family yeah, as much cool. as possible um, because it, it is limited hours. So that, that's I would say that's my hobby is trying to hang out with my family, um, you know, my dad when I can't see him, my mom, my, you know, obviously my wife. So, yeah, it's very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you're having? Uh, we're having a girl. Nice. nice. Yep. Awesome. Awesome, man. So yeah. Steve has uh, one boy. Yes. I, I have two. Um, I'll give you some advice. You're going to hate it. Um, it. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, it's the best. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. You're gonna, it is awesome. It, it is probably the greatest thing uh, in the world. I'm so excited. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm excited for you. You're gonna, it's going to be great. Yeah. If you think uh, you have no time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's saying, like, enjoy your sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. That, kid, that's, kid. you know, it depends because my kid sleeps like always since yeah. he was a infant sleep, yeah. sleeps great. So that's not one thing. It's more like, you know, every waking hour you have now you have, you don't have any time to like just sit and do nothing. You know what I mean? You, you're either working on your business or you're working on whatever. And then you're being a dad. So yeah. right. it's, uh, it's good though. It's fun. 
It's yeah. definitely uh, rewarding and fulfilling. Yeah, sure. it was funny because oh, yeah. my kids are the opposite. Mine don't sleep. Neither of them. <laughs> my two boys don't sleep. And Steve used to text me and be like, yeah, just letting you know, Lucas slept 12 hours last night. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going on like two hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> son of a yeah. bitch. He sleeps like 12, 13 hours. Yeah, it's straight. Yeah. Hopefully for <laughs> you, awesome. you get that. I hope I get a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. Yes. All right. So uh, for the last question, I always throw in a knuckle puck question. They range from completely <laughs> off the wall to just a standard, you know, uh, would you rather? All right, so um, going to keep it focused around refing. Uh, would you rather be a ref in the NHL in the seventies when it was slower but more physical, and players were basically you know going to the stands to fight fans and stuff like that, <laughs> or today when the league is much faster pace and players can't really get away with that much anymore? Yeah, uh, I-, I would say only because I'm used to it is today's. Today's, mm-hmm. I mean. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be awesome to, like, officiate Bobby Orr it is what and, and all the guys, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, yeah. Because I mean, it was the, wasn't it Boston Bruins who jumped into the stands to, oh, like, yeah. just fight oh, people? Yeah. Mike Milbury. Yeah. yeah that's pretty I believe awesome. that was uh, against the Rangers, though. Yeah. If I, if I the Flyers obviously have had their You uh, got Clark. Yeah, you got, you got your Broad Street Bullies. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, As a ref, you wouldn't want to be in the middle of that all the time because you're, you're getting – that punch terrible. from the side. And those yeah. guys didn't even wear helmets back then. I, know. I mean, like, talk <laughs> yeah. about sickos. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, seeing and, and being able to work pretty close to that level, yeah. I mean, today with the productions and the entertainment and, I mean, the goal horn. I mean, you're, you're basically, you're not playing, you're, but you're almost as close as being a player yeah. on the ice, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, very true. I, I keep talking all the time, like, one of the biggest things that gives me chills, and I'll watch the video even today and get chills, is the 14 Stanley Cup Finals when Steve Kozari, the referee, calls the overtime goal yeah. that scores for the LA Kings. Yeah. And, like, you have Doc talking, and, and you hear mm-hmm. the goal horn, and it's, mm, you yeah. know, the overtime that wins the cup. And I'm just thinking, like, if I'm the referee doing that, like, that's cool. Yeah. That's like, crazy. yeah, I get chills just talking about it right now. Like, so yeah, I would, I would, more, I would probably do today. Today, talk about a show, day. huh? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it is a show. What about you guys? Would you? I, would, I would probably agree today. Yeah, yeah from receipt to yeah. today's action, baby. Yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge fan of like. Um, so you're you're using like two eras, like 70s, and then today. Like, I'm more yeah. of like in the middle guy. Probably like like late, 90s? late nineties, early two thousands. Okay. Oh, like like Strum and all them. Oh boy, <laughs> that's Korea. My, that's my favorite era of hockey, and it's kind of like a little bit of both. Like there was yeah. some speed and skill, but there was also like some uh, physicality and like police some of the bullying game and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that style mm-hmm. better. And it was more like um, less dependent on on individual skill. It was more like more team hockey. Gotcha. Like, we, like I think I posted something the other day. It was like the the 96 World Cup of hockey, and it was, like, the best hockey you could mm-hmm. watch. You know what I mean? And it was it was just uh, just a different game. And I, I don't want to be that old guy, but, like, you know, like when John Tortorella talks about, you know, the old-style game and how hockey's kind of drifting away from what it was, you know, I kind of tend to agree. Like, I'm, I'm all for, like, a Michigan and stuff, but, like, I also want to, like, like tomahawk somebody does Yeah, I respect the, the skill it takes. Yeah. But it's also like kind of a sideshow. Yeah, hundred percent. I think <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I think t- today's game is a spectacle, though. It you is. all watch it; it's insane, especially like coming from a player's perspective. Yeah, the you know, I feel like that's every sport, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's every every like basketball too. Like every game's a freaking all star game. It looks like everyone. Yeah, well, dunks you, yeah. I mean, when you have that perspective, you know how difficult it is. I mean, if you're not familiar with the sport, it's hard to it's hard no. to tell. But even just watching guys break out of the zone. 
their passing is just insane to watch. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of the skill level today, but that's also because I'm not really familiar with even late nineties. Like I'm not. I yeah. mean, I, I I remember watching it, but not yeah. too uh, intimately, I guess. Not to the knowledge you have now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's uh, all about you. Yeah. So thanks. Awesome. Yeah, man. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate it. it. Do you want to do you want to say anything else about uh, you know Seacoast or no? I mean, I, I would obviously like to thank you guys for the opportunity for Seacoast and myself to uh, be down here with you guys this weekend. Yeah, buddy, it's an incredible honor, and um, you know. This is the first time we're meeting, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows knows this watching. You guys got it. I was going to jump right into it. I mean, we've been talking on the phone and and emails and texts and and whatnot, but holy smokes, like to be able to, you know, just jump into a podcast. I feel like I've known you guys all my life. (laughs) Can we just become best friends? (laughs) That's the first thing I was going to say. It was cool to hear. I mean, because we've obviously done plenty of phone calls and stuff like that just to get an idea of what the show is. So it's cool to hear your. It's got a raw perspective, I guess. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like hearing like the elevator pitch, I guess you could say. Not that it's a pitch, but just kind of hearing like the raw yeah. um, definition of the business. You know what I mean? It's always fun to hear that because, you know, well, get an idea of what it truly is. And, and, and honestly, you know, kind of going back to the building of Seacoast, one of the biggest things for me is. I'm about professionalism and I'm very hard. Like you talk to some of my officials or people that don't work for me anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm hard on people. Mm-hmm. Like I have expectations and listen, I understand it's adult hockey and you know, a lot of these guys aren't looking to go up to college or pro hockey, but at the end of the day, you know, we've tried to change the culture of officiating mm-hmm. adult hockey that, you know, I, we're all about you making money and whatnot, but you know, these, these are paying customers yeah. And, and they care. And even though, you know, it doesn't mean anything at the end of the day, it does mean something to these people. And we need to treat it like it's the best game we've ever worked. Yeah. And and that's truly what I'm about. And, you know, being able to talk to Steve, you know, over uh, Christmas time and hearing, like, you know, what the UHL is all about, you know, that, that's what you guys are about with the players. Like, mm-hmm. you want to give it the best experience. I want to do the same, and I understand that referees and scorekeepers add a huge product to, you know, your product. Yeah, I was about to say, it kind of goes hand in hand. Like, to get that great experience, we kind of need everybody to buy in, and it seems like we're aligned with the... And that's what I try to share with my referees and scorekeepers, is, you know, if if you want more games, if you want, you know, better rates, you got to prove yourself. You know, if you're here just to make a quick buck, and, you know, you're going to tell the the players too bad, like, I'm not calling it or not call the icings, etc., you know, we're we're gonna let you know about it. You know, right. either either do the job or don't don't be a part of it. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, I think we've really gained a lot of traction with with our officials and with the connections that you know Austin has and you know the levels that I've worked. I, I I think the guys really listen to us and try to get as much you know off of us as they can to get to the next levels as well. So yeah, yeah. you know, we we really try to use Seacoast. I mean, I know it's not high end hockey right now. I mean, we are looking into doing stuff in the future, but. You know, if, if we can move our guys up and train them with adult hockey, I think it's a great way to kind of get used to professional hockey or college hockey because you're already working with adults Yeah. Yep. over, you know, youth hockey where you're getting yelled at by a parent or a coach <laughs> and you're quitting after, you know, one season. So, yeah, um, yeah, I feel it's, it's like it depends, I guess, uh, some of the like 12 year olds, I guess, are better than our rusty division players. But um, I feel like it's harder to, to, to manage. <laughs> well, I mean. To beginners, yeah, I <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's harder to 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 ref the like the little kids because they're just running into into each other and stuff like that, right? right? So they get the whole more parent experience. aspect too. Yeah, the parent yeah, aspect. It's got to be tough, yeah. but it, yeah. But the whole adult thing is what I'm saying. Like, it's uh, you know, it's good to have 
Yeah, everyone's adults. responsible well, for moving, themselves. They're right? moving, right? You have, to, you have to adapt and you have to learn positioning. You have to learn communication, right? And, and it helps with your awareness and, and psychological factors, which are, aren't really taught at the USA hockey levels. Mm-hmm. You know, dealing with adults, there's ways to communicate and figure things out yeah. and position yourselves, which, you know, ultimately does help you get to pro or college hockey quicker. I, I owe adult hockey everything, getting myself to pro hockey. You know, the people that put me in, in the situations that they did, you know, I have a lot of people to thank to, you know, to be able to sit here today and, and do what I get to do and what I love. So, beautiful. Yeah, yeah awesome, I think, um, well yeah. said. So, like, what aligned um, us in Seacoast was kind of that same, that mentality of like, we're trying to change the culture here. And, you know, it's no secret that, like, one of our biggest complaints, the well, the biggest complaint is officiating, right? So, I get it too. I was a ref, and and sometimes you just want to kind of get the game over with and go home. It's late, it's cold, and then uh, you want to get it over with. But you know that's not what we're going for here. Like I said, like or like Jared says, people are paying you know for a product, and you know if we can do anything that we can possibly do on our end to improve anything that people complain about, that's only going to benefit our customers, us, you know, our whole you know organization. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that. It's important that, you know, the Seacoast officials are, you know, doing the best job that they could possibly do. I love the training portion of it, like making them better. Some guys, I know of quite a few refs within our uh, group now that uh, would like to move up, you know, and and, because the money is obviously the higher you go, um, you know, in college and and stuff like that. So if we can give them a – a way to get there and, and some resources and, and they're not kind of just hung out to dry. Like they have been in the last few years um, with USA hockey, honestly, like, you know, it didn't really take much in the last couple of years because of the shortage to become an official. They didn't really get many much help. So, um, and it's, there's a lot to learn out there, man. It takes a while to, to really be able to, to um, do a really good job and, and to be able to control games and you know, keep them under control and, make the right calls at the right time and, and, and do the right thing. So um, definitely looking forward to, to this weekend uh, and, and all the games going on and see what we can, uh, see what we can do. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say, um, did you say you and you, you and Austin were like longtime friends or? No, I, so funny story. uh, Austin played at UMass Lowell and um, I was introduced to his captain back in, like, 1819, who wanted to referee and scorekeep for me. And uh, I was actually introduced to Austin formally by by his captain. Mm-hmm. I actually refed Austin uh, in junior hockey a couple years back right. prior to him going to UMass Lowell. But we really didn't know each other okay. until he started working for me. Yeah. He started off as a scorekeeper, and then I started throwing him onto the ice because he – he was using his dad's gear, and if, right. if we don't know, his, his dad's Dan O'Rourke, mm-hmm. kind of a, a, a big a referee big, yeah. in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's just grabbing at his dad's gear from the, you know, the garage, <laughs> which is amazing. I mean, some of this stuff he has, yeah, and he just starts refereeing, and yeah, you know, so yeah, no, cool. He's uh, he's been really awesome to have, um, you know, to be a part of the team. That's a yeah, just got that a couple things stood out to me during you know when during Jerry's uh, interview and. Um, it's just, it's cool because I can definitely speak to the importance of having a partner and someone you can rely on to kind of help you develop different aspects of the business. You know what I mean? So I wasn't sure if you guys were friends growing up or, or what, what that's about, but just a reminder, Austin does the uh, department of player safety. So, um, we'll yeah, have to get definitely him on speak the to that. 
Yes, yeah. he, he will. So, I mean, now that, you know, he's working pre, he's all, I mean, he's not full-time yet. He's still working in the yep. East Coast as well. But, I mean, when he's down in Lehigh or, you know, Reading or somewhere yeah. kind of close by. That'd be know, cool. Yeah. You know, maybe he can uh, stop by. I, I think he was trying to plan on doing one with you guys like a month or so mm-hmm. ago, but it just didn't work out with the snowstorm that yeah. they had down yeah. there. Yeah. But he's excited. He, he's ready to, to jump on and, and, you know, introduce himself and, Bring more up about DOPS and, and yeah. you know, all those kind of fun. Yeah, things. I mean, we kind of, you know, throughout the throughout this season, we've kind of been uh, doing a little bit of a weekly spot, just kind of mentioning, like, we're going to kind of get towards, you know, a, a weekly DOPS report just so we can start to expand a little bit more on the content. I know I owe Austin an email, so <laughs> I'll have to elaborate <laughs> on that a little bit more. But And the only other thing that stood out to me, though, I know, like, running a business is not a hobby, but there's always, like, different aspects of your work that feel, like, fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They feel like a hobby. Yeah. Like you ever sit down at work, you're like, this is amazing. Like, I feel like I'm playing a video game. Not right working now. with you two. Yeah. Nothing, well, <laughs> nothing, no, of course, nothing that's, about that's this not, is fun. That's not it, but you know nothing. what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Now, we, yeah, There's yeah, some yeah. parts that are just so much fun. Yeah, I almost feel guilty. Like this is like <laughs> we're doing. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Getting paid for this? What yeah. What? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome, brother. Awesome. So uh I guess that wraps up all about you over there, Jerry. That it does. It was a good one. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely Thank a good you. one. Um, I appreciate it, guys. We're going to get into our regular uh, couple quick segments here. We usually uh, wrap up our league updates from the week that just passed, and then we have a fun thing going on called U-Fantasy, where we're yeah. actually playing a uh, daily fantasy-style game with our players. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we, we, make we, our we pick our weekly lineup, and uh, hopefully our guys show out. But um, So who's winning right now? So right now I'm winning. I have two wins and Literally. both of them. Well, they're not. Well, yeah, he has two wins too. Not, I didn't get into it yet. yet but they didn't even allow you to I speak. Know. I know. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? How this is not fun? It's just the bullying on everybody. <laughs> everybody see. You see what happens? So, so if you want to do, um, if you want to do, do you want to go through all the scores? You want to do like a quick standings update maybe? I just to kind of. I'll do a standings update because yeah. we're running out of time yeah. here. Uh, we got games starting soon. Yes, so, sir. Uh, real quick, after this past week, uh, for our gold division, Night's Watch is still in first place. They had a bye week, so mm-hmm. uh, nothing really changed there. Savage Monkeys they beat twenty four seven nine to two, yeah, which was uh, I don't know if I mean I, usually it's an upset, uh, but they moved up to the second seed uh, team twenty four seven down in third, which is a I know I was gonna say that's a uh, Hawks Gold is in fourth, right at the last playoff spot for Gold, and Armada's in fifth. Uh, for Silver, uh, Rain City five and zero. Uh, nothing's really changed there. I know. Uh, Bulldogs are in second. Hawks third. Multi Ducks in fourth. That is the playoff spots for Silver. Uh, on the outside looking in, Team Dexter, Militia, and Paisanos. Yes, sir. Jared, will get, Jared will get a feel of Rain City this weekend. Yes, for sure. <laughs> oh, do we, do we like this? Uh, this It'll be fun. Behind this one or, yeah. Actually, don't tell me. I would rather much. They're 5, and, just they're five and 0 for a reason. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're very fast. <laughs> so, uh, fun to play. <laughs> Bronze plus uh, Thundercats jump to the one spot. Yep. Uh, Otters are in second. Moonshine is in third. They're putting on a little bit of a run the past couple weeks. Uh, Knights are in fourth. I saw, you know, I don't want to, all right, we don't have much time. I don't want to go off on a tangent. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to make a point. I saw this post by Meatball, right, that said, uh, you had sent it too, I think. They said that if you win your beer league championship, you should move up a division oh, the yeah, following season, that, yeah. which is the most ridiculous thing. I was it's making so fun silly. of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so silly. Yeah, I don't but they had so that. many like shares and likes, and people yeah. saying, "Yeah, but look at this." Knights won last, yep. you know, last season in this division, and they're in the fourth, dude. Yeah, like, you know, exactly. and there's there's a lot just, of gray area crazy. there. Yeah. So uh, the final play in spot is is held by the Koopas um, for the Bronze Plus Stars, Dexter, Goop, Trash, and the Warriors. Uh, round out the five or six through ten spots yeah. for that division. 
for bronze, Chuggernauts are in first. Plugs uh, right behind them and the Sugar Bush. They all have eight points. So it's coming down to goal differential uh, for those. Chuggernauts actually have two games at hand. So they're up in first um, at 4-0. Wow. So uh, JMCC Auto uh, holds that last play-in spot. Uh, Recyclers, Tropics, Hawks, Bronze, Shakas, and Sheep Hockey on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Rusty? Do it. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, uh, you know, we had to buy. You guys had the bye week this week. Bye so. week, nothing changed for Rusty. Nope. Um, so kicking back off this week, Dusty Beavers taking on the Rusty Wolves. Let's go! Big big rivalry <laughs> matchup. I'm ready. <laughs> team Dexter taking team? on yeah, Dusty Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> so I Beavers are hungry. Wolf is on the menu. Let's go. <laughs> team right. Dexter taking on it. Moose, and then Fighting Chickens taking on the Narwhals, baby. So yeah, so I just started playing hockey like nine months ago. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we <laughs> basically started a division as a joke. We said this before on the podcast, but Steve started it kind of as a joke to, to get me on the ice. It was not a joke. It, it was, was never a joke. a joke. We wanted a beginner a division. <laughs> but I did Getting want, me on the ice I was a joke. I did want you on yeah. the ice. If yeah. I have to make a division to get, make that happen, I'll do it. Yeah, I, so I love Rusty, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. What a great <laughs> yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah the Rusty, Rusty. So, And that's why we're um, – so it's uh, the two teams – um, when we created it, was all free agent teams because oh. we were just getting it going. So we just had right. for our first season was two teams. So it was uh, the Dusty Beavers because our mascot is Dusty the Beaver, <laughs> and then the Rusty Division, so Rusty Wolves. And I looked up what the Beavers' uh, uh, predator was, and it was the wolf. Oh, boy. So proved that, to be true. To be. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely true. Proved to be true. Yeah. So they so they've won two uh, seasons in a row the championship. So yes. now, but we've grown the Rusty Division to six teams now. Yeah. Wow. Six. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, yeah, it's a good competition with a lot of people, and we have so free agents almost every day signing up. So hopefully yeah, next year buddy. we get a couple more teams, a couple That's more awesome. people coming in. So, yeah, it's doing it's going really well. So it's a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Uh, quick yeah. shout-out to the Hawks goal. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something there? I was going to say Jerry's got five minutes to round out you fantasy. I, I wanted to say uh, okay, go, check out, go check out the full-length game of the week on YouTube. Uh, this week coming up, JMCC versus the Chuggernauts. Larry will be there filming. All right, we're going to cut all the boring Speak. stuff out and go right to U Fantasy here. Wrap it up. Okay, U Fantasy. So we'll go. We'll go last week's winner. Then we'll make our picks for next week, and then we can finish it off. So, um, I, you, you know, you know the seg- the segment. Uh, come on, man. Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. Come on, man. I had two no shows. Not you own. I picked you. Come on, man. You didn't show up. Huff. Come on, man. You didn't show up either. You wasted a huff pick. Dude. I know. Yeah, I wasted so. a huff pick. One of our best players scores maybe like six to eight points a game, and he didn't show up. So that hurt. In the quarter zone. And then twenty four seven didn't have their goalie. So KK second time I had KK. Come on, man. Oh, I like <laughs> minus that. I like this. nine. Um, oh. So I had Kreifels did well for the Knights, got me three points, but in the end I got a minus six. Oof. So you had Huff as well, Love. no show. Love um, that. Jordy uh, Mogari, uh, Morgetti, sorry. Morgetti. Uh, three, and Cohen Rain City had a good game. Four, you both had Moonshine minus one. Steve ends up with a six. See, at every week I have a fucking Cohen had show. four points? Yeah. <laughs> so huh? he had, Cohen had four points. Yeah, Cohen, dude. Cohen I was well. watching that game too, and I was like, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I love it. He's, he's a great player, but when you picked him, I was like, all oh, right, maybe. so in this one, Larry, standout, Ross with five, Connor Bank. Tropics two, Bank. Hunter showed up this time with seven points, yes, way sir. to go, Hunter, he's on the other team, yes. on the Hawks, um, and again, you had Moonshine minus one, so the largest point total we've had yet with 13. <laughs> Woo, so, I should have a prize. Yeah, so there you <laughs> go, so now we got two, two, and one. 
Loser. <laughs> All right. So now I guess we can go in. Are we just jumping in? Yeah. Yeah. Make let's our go. Picks. All right. So let's make our pick. So I'm not going to go in the big um, spiel that I usually do. So my first pick, we go hands of an angel. Ross Bryan <laughs> on Rain City, which you'll uh, get first look at today. But if I may, this, <laughs> yes. this has to get the guys going. Like, <laughs> that's, that's the, the point. Getting the <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, I got to show up this yeah, That was the right? goal. Like, <laughs> I, I got yelled at by one player that said, you haven't picked me yet. I'm like, dude, I'm holding on to you. I'm holding on to you. Uh, but, yeah, I, I hope they like it. Now, you, is this – is the tournament – uh, not part of this. No, no, no. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. No, All we're right. not picking the tournament. Okay. Right, right. This is just uh, this is for next week. Yep. Um, and I'm picking uh, Matt Morgetti from the Koopas. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of Italians. Yeah, we do have a lot. <laughs> Literally, of so we do this a lot. We get carpal tunnel from doing this so much. <laughs> All right, and then uh, my last pick is Tom Lizio from the T Cats. Oh, nice. and then I got and I uh, got the Koopas goalie. Koopas goalie. Koopas goalie. Koopas goalie. Koopa. Oh shit! Go ahead, Steve. No, I was kidding. I took Matt Morgetti as well, actually. So, you guys stole um, that from us. I forgot. Uh, what's that? You guys stole the Margaris from me. I've been picking nah, them up. Yeah, you did, you did pick them up. <laughs> Matt's got 20 points already. I know. He's, he's going off. All right, I'm going with a little rusty love here. Jeff Silver on the Wolves. Bounce back against the Beavers. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Nice. All right, uh, taking him out. <laughs> Jeff Silver on the Wolves. Matt Margaris on the Koopas. Eric Conlon on Malty Ducks. Ooh, Sleeper. Goalie? Sleeper. Uh, I'm going with the Koopas goalie. Oh, no, that's what I did. Oh, nice. I'm going to win, dude. Yeah. I got to get this You think win, so? Dude. Well, I've picked every week. I keep picking what you guys pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm going. Wait, wait, wait. Who's your third pick? Say it again. I'm sorry. I'm uh, Eric Conlon on multi-ducks. Conlon. Yes. Okay. All right. So one person who's been bugging, telling me I should pick him, but I told him I was saving it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little desperate because I got a one win. Mm-hmm. So I got to go. So I'm going Brett Vitterini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Team Dexter Bronze Plus versus the Otters. Yeah. Which is going to be a... He's going to need some points, huh? Yeah, he's going to need some oh, points. Oh, bronze there. plus. Okay, yeah. Yes. So bronze anybody plus. that plays in two different teams or two different divisions, we have to make it clear what the, what team we're picking them for because then you can't pick them again. And they actually okay. played two games this week, so I wanted to make sure that it's versus the Otters. So you can the reuse them in a different division. No, no, no. no. Uh, one yes. and done. One and done. One yeah. and done. Uh, Trying to use as many people as possible. Yeah. My yeah. next pick, Chris Kirchner, Tropics versus the Plugs. Okay. And then I'm going with someone who's going to show up because I made sure that he's going to show up. Nat Atione. Oh, he did <laughs> say it. From our he, he did text yes. us. <laughs> and I'm going with the Sugarbush Tendy. Sugarbush Tendy, eh? Okay. So let's go. Nice, man. I'm gonna, I am gonna. got to get back in it. It's easy. I get a win, and I'm tied with you guys. You might You might be looking good this week. We'll yeah. see. I just want to clear up, too. Multiducks are playing two games. I'm taking Conlon versus the Paisanos. Paisanos. Oh, okay. Paisanos. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, just a reminder. Suggest uh, punishments in the comments. The loser will be doing something. We don't know yet. Yeah. But a uh, quick shout out to Aaron Wechter for the first suggestion saying the loser should switch positions switch positions with their goalie for a game. Oh, Which be, would be, be fun, but I don't want to punish the entire team. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> That'd be interesting. All yeah. right, that's it, boys. So if you have any feedback for the U crew, drop a comment on YouTube and please continue sharing the show. Appreciate all your help so far. Something as small yeah. as sharing this episode contributes to growing the UHL and everything else. So Jared, appreciate you, buddy. Yes, it's sir. been fun, man. Thank, Thank you, you for guys. Coming on. I, I, again, I apologize for being late, but no, you're good, bro. What an absolute pleasure, guys. This is, this is I'm really excited for this weekend. Let's have yeah, a fun let's weekend, have eh? <laughs> Maybe we'll go get some dinner tonight. Oh, I'm down. Let's All go, right. baby. Let's go. I need it right now. <laughs> I'm hungry right now. All, All right, right, please. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Later. Jared. Bye. Bye.